Welcome back to another season of the UK Virtual School Podcast with me, Sid, the founder of the first online school that dares to be different. If you've heard season one, you'll know that this podcast is for families who home educate and for those looking for an alternative to the current educational system. Now, if you did miss season one, I highly recommend that you go back and have a sneak peek because there are some real gems from that season. I discussed my journey through education in episode one. Episode six is super popular and useful if you're looking at GCSE exams. I even interviewed the teacher that lives in a van in episode number eight. In this season, season two, we've got some brand new interviews with teachers, students and parents from UK Virtual School. UK Virtual School is now in its second year. Join us on a movement to disrupt education as we continue to create an innovative, inclusive and fulfilling alternative for the children who will become the change makers and leaders of tomorrow. Welcome back guys to another amazing season of the UK Virtual School Podcast. Today's topic is, I'm a new home ed parent. First experiences at UK Virtual School. So I've got with me a parent that has recently joined about a month ago, um, Ebby, and she will be talking about her first experience using an online school and using UK Virtual School in particular. So welcome, Ebby. How are you doing today? I'm very well, thank you. Brilliant. So do you want to tell us a little bit about you and your experience before you joined us? What wasn't working for you at school and why did you decide to home educate? My son is actually ADHD diagnosed, his special needs. The school he attended, it's an independent Christian school and so it wasn't government funded so funding was limited and so they didn't really have um, such an established special needs department. It was difficult to cater for his needs so I was having to do lots of extra work with him at home and then also he came home with lots of issues you know having to you know what I mean trying to fit in like a normal child when he's not as in I mean we've got to take into consideration that he had special needs and so it got to the point where I felt it's time to take that step of having to homeschool you know yeah but I was a bit anxious initially I mean until I discovered the UK virtual school and so I mean he just transitioned into it well. So tell us about that very first meeting because you had a meeting with me, right? You found us. There was something about our website that you liked from what I remember from our first meeting. So what was it that drew you to UK Virtual School in the first place? The first thing is first, the website. I think the website was quite um, self-explanatory and then also very attractive, you know, very detailed. When I hadn't taken the decision, I'd saved um, the website on my email. At some point, I was getting some emails from yourselves, you know, yeah. And I just felt like it was quite comprehensive, that this might just be all that I need, you know. And so when I finally signed up, I found out that, yes, it was, it was a good choice, you know, yeah, that you were actually offering 
what you said you would offer. At what point did you make that decision? Was it before you met me? Because we, we had a meeting, right? So you'd already seen the website. We'd arranged a meeting. We had a chat. At what point had you made the decision that, yes, this is the school? Was it before you'd met me? Was it during? Was it after? Was it after a bit of reflection? Like, what was that turning point for you? It was before I met you. Oh, really? So you'd made the decision? It was before I met you, yeah. So meeting you was just uh, confirming some of the things I already felt. What really stood out for me was the, the videos. Having the opportunity, you know, to have the videos, watch back, you know, and see what um, has been done in the lessons. And that would help any parent, you know, that wants to help, you know, their child. Yeah. So I, I think, obviously, the video also helps with structure. You know, obviously, there will be reasons why, genuine reasons why children will miss some interactive lessons. And so they have the option of joining the one-way lesson and also the option of watching the videos, you know. So I feel like it's well-packaged. It's structured as well, you know. It's made life easy for me, to be honest. <laughs> I can see you smiling there. You're like, yay, because you sent us an email. Just to let all the listeners know, you signed partway through the year. So it, your enrollment wasn't in September. It was at the end of March, right? Yeah, at the end of March. Yeah, so we've done most of the year. So it can be even more daunting doing it in the middle of the year when we have covered topics and we've done content. But when you join in the middle of the year, we also give you all the video content for that year. So Ebby had all of that content and she excitedly emailed us saying, these videos are fantastic, Sid. (laughs) (laughs) So tell us your first impression when you watched those videos. What was it that was really great about them? They were well edited and prepared, as in the quality of the videos, great. And then even the teaching, anyone can understand what is being taught, even if um, that subject is not um, um, your thing, as in maybe it's not something that you've done before. And then also, sometimes they seem as if it's 15 minutes or, you know, 18 minutes because it varies but yet topics are covered homework always it always starts with homework gone over and you know which helps the child i mean it's a good starting point at the point where they're taking their work and you know feeling yeah feeling confident that yes i did this well you know yeah before the lesson starts you know so i love the structure i love the quality of the video i love the quality of the teaching i'm just impressed Yay, happy parent, right? (laughs) Yeah, happy parent. You know, happy child. Life is easy. (laughs) Yeah, it's great because we, when I got that email, I took a screenshot and I sent it to the video editing team. You also praise the quality of the video and they spend a lot of time putting it together. And we don't always get feedback directly from parents about the quality. And when we get it, it's nice for them to kind of get that motivation that, your work is also like taken into consideration and it's valued because they put a lot of time and effort into editing it. And we don't just put a Zoom video up. We go all out with the editing (laughs) and it looks good. The song at the beginning. Oh, that's a good one too. You know, yeah. It's always, yeah. Because obviously the uniqueness, it always makes me know that, oh yes, this is a UKVS video that my son is watching, you know, yeah. 
and he enjoys it as well you know yeah he just i just love even the little bits of character you know that's being used and all that yeah it's quite clear because i, I remember there was a chemistry um lesson i was watching and it had to do with acids and um testing acids and uh, alkali so using um the ph scale i knew that there was a point where the colors were not um quite clear you know because i mean because of the fact there was an experiment you need to have the exact color but somehow she, the teacher was able to tweak the her cups and then we could see the the, the color the actual color you know what i mean yeah so i think it feels like school i just love it really you know yeah yeah so I'm able to give my son one-to-one, -one, you know, attention and still not too tired because, I mean, when he was in school, by the time he gets home, we only have like two hours that we could really do, you know, together. And at the end of the day, he's tired, I'm tired, you know, yeah. But now it's quite flexible. I also love the timetable. It's quite well spaced out, you know, yeah. Not too choked, you know, yeah. You mentioned like the length of the videos and for those people that are listening, we do videos separately from the actual interactive class. So the interactive classes are much longer because you've got the kids interacting. And instead of having those kids also in the videos, our teachers do separate videos for the one-way streams where there are no kids and it's very streamlined. So you're just getting the content. There's no faffing about, it's just the content that you need to know. And as Ebby has been saying, it's nice and clear. We've got some fantastic teachers, right? Are there any in particular that kind of stand out for you? For my son, I'm now speaking on his behalf, you know what I mean? Teacher Aaron, because he takes maths and physics, and then Hannah, the science teacher. Well, you know what? All the teachers are great, even Elizabeth is. But because my son has a tendency towards, he's more you know, figures, he loves his numbers, you know, English is not his thing, I think I must have mentioned it to you earlier on, and so, and then we joined when it was temp the Tempest, you know what I mean? It's a difficult so, book, right? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> so it was a bit, um, I'm not sure, Mom, I don't understand what's going on, you know, yeah, so, but I know, obviously, I know she's very good, I've tried to follow the lessons, and I've tried to prepare notes based on her teaching which has helped him you know grasp a bit of it so it sounds like you're very much involved in the sessions yourself right you're you're watching the videos you're making notes so do you want to tell us a little bit how you structure your day how you are utilizing the videos because you've got a lot of videos to catch up on but you're also now attending the interactive classes so how are you kind of scheduling your day-to-day -day timetable i allow my son attend the interactive classes i don't i'm not part of the interactive classes yet and so what i do is after each lesson when the videos are uploaded i try to watch the videos so that i can make a note of the homework because during the lessons he takes notes but not comprehensive so what i do when i watch back the videos i kind of take note of like tasks that were done during the lesson for me that's my own kind of practice with him after the lesson and like more like testing what do you really understand what was going on during the interactive session and then also making a note of the homework because i feel like i just wanted to have like um materials that he could go go back to let me use um biology as an example Re reproductive system hannah 
it was detailed. She done a good job, you know. And so I feel like even when he's in year nine and he was struggling with the reproductive system, we could always go back to the notes that we have from year seven, you know, year. I've got notes really for all the subjects. You know, when I'm making the notes, I try to include colors because he has ADHD. Focus and concentration is one of the challenges. So I try as much as possible to break it down, to make it easier, sometimes filling the gaps, you know, stuff like that, just obviously to help with his learning. And, and you know what, it's working because I we had a staff meeting just earlier on in the week and uh, we always uh, talk about the new students that have joined and, and to see how well they've settled in. And all the teachers were saying, he's doing fab. And I was like, yeah, because Abby's involved. <laughs> She's making sure he's on top of everything. But they were like, yeah, he's like practically caught up. He knows what we're talking about. He's he's engaged. So do you listen in when he's doing the interactive sessions? Can you hear him getting engaged and being interactive? No, I hardly do because he does it in his bedroom while I'm downstairs. Yeah. Anyway, the truth is he doesn't want me to. Once it's time for the lessons of mom, no, no, I, you know, they try to be independent very early, you know, yes. So uh, obviously I know that I always have the opportunity to watch back and then we can discuss, you know, yeah, yeah. And then also my husband helps with biology because biology is not really my thing. And then I also felt because of the sensitivity of the topics, you know, like puberty, adolescence, I thought it would be a better idea for my husband to have that those conversations with him, yeah. Are you finding that your son is happier in the lessons that he's doing with us has he changed in the last because you it's only been a month since you've been with us right for the interactive sessions yeah. what changes have you seen if any i've seen the f- fact that he's um keen he's eager he's organized anyway so, like i said i've helped him to be organized so we have a card where we have all the login details for each subject he has one on his desk and i have one downstairs just in case you know he misplaces it so anything to help him be organized because once a child is organized there's less tendency to fret or you know what i mean or to be worried or things like that yeah so usually he's keen he knows when to log in sometimes when i say go and log log in now he says to me no it's too early mom you know (laughs) it's just going to be hanging so he's excited and then i must mention the fact that teacher aaron actually um, complimented him in two lessons and so I think that got him you know what I mean as it that was kind of a, a kind of encouragement which you know boosted his confidence to be honest yeah yeah he loved the fact that oh the, the teacher recognized that he's quite good with his numbers you know yeah yeah yeah, it's great to hear because I remember that meeting that we had and you were like, oh, he's got so much potential and you felt like he wasn't getting that opportunity in school. And the fact that he's so keen now to be learning shows that this is why we set up UK Virtual School, right? To to be able to cater for kids that do actually want to learn, but they haven't had the opportunity or the right circumstances, things that need to be done differently. And uh, we have so many options and, and different approaches to how we do things that we can always get your child to fit in wherever they fit in. Like some parents just love the one-way streams. They'll just watch the recordings and work with their kids and they don't get involved in the interactive. But do you feel that the combination between interactive and one-way is working really well for you? Yeah, because obviously that toy enjoys, he prefers the interactive. When I told him, you know, because initially I thought I was going to do one-way for the month of May, I thought I might have lots of 
gaps with regards to taking my other kids to school. So I thought I should sign off for one way. And then obviously because of the English lessons as well, he wasn't very happy with it. You know, he said, no, mom, what am I getting back to interact with? You know, yeah. <laughs> so I, that made me feel like, oh, no, we have to. And then when he now said to me, mom, the tempest is ending, you know, studying the book is ending. You know, I think he was quite excited about that as well because it was a bit of a stretch. It, it was. Elizabeth was saying how it was a stretch for all the kids and then to have a child join halfway through the book, it, it's kind of overwhelming, right? So he's done really well to kind of survive that month and still be excited to be in the interactive classes. That's really good. It's always difficult even in actual like brick and mortar schools, it's difficult to join partway through the year. It's just as daunting online when you don't get to experience the other kids in person and you don't get to see them during break times and lunch times and things like that. So he's done really well to, to settle in. Have you had a chance to get him involved in the assembly? I don't think he came to assembly this month, right? No, no, I actually forgot that was... That was my fault. <laughs> Takes a little bit of getting used to the new schedule, yeah. right? <laughs> yeah, because even, even with the parents meeting, you know, the very first one I wanted to attend, but I didn't even realize where I could get the login details, you know what I mean? <laughs> So, but you see, like you said, it takes a bit of time. So, you know, I had to tell myself, don't stress, you know, just take it, you know, one bit at a time, you know, yeah. So even with the videos and all that, because initially I was like, when I was just like going through, just looking, you know, looking at, I'm like, wow, they've covered quite a lot of topics. <laughs> Compared to, no, I'm being honest, I'm being honest, really. Because I wanted to obviously have a look and see what has he done at school. I wasn't going to focus on the things he's done at school if they've been done, you know, at UKBS, just so that we could cover the things that he had not done at school, but it's been done at UKVS, yeah. So I found out that, wow, there were lots of them. But you see, I had to say to myself, there's still a lot of time, you know, take it bit by bit. There's summer holiday as well, you know, and all that. So. And we have a holiday at the end of each month, right? So you've got some time. So how are you finding that, the three weeks on and the one week off? It's worth it. This week was like I had a breather, you know, <laughs> even for him, you know, because obviously the whole lessons, one of the good things about homeschooling is to enjoy the flexibility as in his doing his work, but he's also enjoying the flexibilities of being at home. And so there's that relaxed bit, which, you know, I said to you, some subjects are well-spaced. It's easier to focus on those subjects and then have lots of breaks in between because for him, he needed motor breaks, which is part of, you know, ADHD um, symptoms. And so going outside to kick the football for like 10 minutes, oh, it makes a lot of difference, you know, because he's coming back, you know, into the next lesson refreshed, you know, yeah. But things that he couldn't, he didn't have such um, opportunities at school, you know, yeah. And then also at school, you have to do, is it 11 or 12 subjects? I can't even remember. There was no opportunity to drop, yeah, a lot. I feel, to be honest with you, I feel it is too much for a lot of children. But with this now, it's easy to put all your energy into, you know, this, you know, lot that you're 
you know, going to continue on, you know, with GCSEs is a good plan, to be honest. Yeah. And you've got the flexibility of picking subjects and choosing. Like, we're very flexible. You don't have to do everything. You can just pick one or two to start off with. You can add other things. And maybe once, because you're doing all the core subjects at the moment, right? Yeah. And maybe once he gets a little bit more confident, you might want to try worldviews. And you might want to try time travel next year. And we're hoping to add like art and things to secondary so you could try different things to get him into more craft and creative subjects. But that that's the beauty. You've got the flexibility. You could get him to go and do sports on one of the days that we're off and you could get him to do some gardening or go to the library or do trips and That's what homeschooling is about. It's not just working online. It's getting all of the other things in to to create a really rounded child. So are you finding that he's focused? You haven't spied on him, but uh, do you think he's focused for the hours that he is doing interactive classes? I think so. Because, you know, the good thing is he has a bigger toys on his desk. So if he feels that he's getting distracted, you know, he could use that and then... Because obviously, I tried to peep once or twice, and I found out that it might distract. Even doing that might distract him. You know, <laughs> yeah. trying to open the door, and you know, yeah. <laughs> so yeah, yeah. But I think um, the length of the lessons, the duration, it's okay. It's you know, I mean, it's the right length of time. You know, to be able to cover what they do. You know, yeah. And because they're interactive, I think for like a 45 minute to an hour lesson, if it wasn't interactive, that's a long time to sit still, right? I get tired, I get distracted, I I can't sit still and watch something for that long. But if it's interactive and you have to put your hand up and you have to answer and you have to speak out and you have to type things in and you have to write things down then it's a bit different. It goes really quickly then. And you you mentioned earlier about um, it takes time to adjust and how you need to give yourself time. And this is one of the reasons why we tell parents to try out a minimum of one month. Because we have a lot of parents say, can we do a day trial? And I'm like, but you're not going to get a, a good feel for us because it takes kids time to adjust. It takes teachers time to find out about your child and to make adjustments. A day isn't enough. You need a week to kind of adjust then you need a week to make that progress then you need a week to see what you've achieved right you've done a whole month do you see a progress from the beginning to the end of that month do you see changes at the moment was he apprehensive at the beginning is he now kind of more eager yes yes he was apprehensive yeah even days before his first day of resuming at UKVS he kept on saying things like mom are you sure it's gonna work are you sure this online school is going to work? You know, things like that. You know, but so I just kept on encouraging him because one thing is for every new challenge, I'm not sure if it's peculiar, a child with ADHD, I don't know. But generally, I think children would usually be anxious for every new thing, you know, any new challenge because he does drum lessons at school. And so I had to sign him up because since he's left school, signing up with uh, a drum academy. And for that as well, he was so apprehensive, you know. Meanwhile, he got there and loved it. Sometimes as parents, you know, we just have to make up our minds and take some steps. You know what I mean? Because, I mean, you know it's the best step for your child. And so the child gradually grows into it, you know. probably starts with apprehension. And then he starts to tell you about the positives, you know what I mean? And then grows into oh I love it you know (laughs) yeah (laughs) so it's been a good journey I believe 
things are working out for us as a family. I'm happy about um, the content. I'm happy about the quality of teaching. I can actually say that the quality of teaching might be better than quite a number of schools, to be honest. <laughs> and then the fact that science is broken down from year seven. Because, I mean, the reason why I'm able to have some, some of these um, observations is because I was involved with him you know, you know, when he was in school. And so I could see that even with science, for example, science wasn't broken down into biology, chemistry, physics. Everything was just muddled up. So there was no flow. But with the separation, I love it. There's a flow. We're doing acids, alkali, and bases. We're going on to the next thing. You know, everything to do with acids. Metal and acids. Metal and oxygen. Metal and... You know what I mean? There's a flow which helps the child to understand what is going on. Unlike today, you do acids and bases. And tomorrow, or maybe the next lesson, habitat. There's no flow. You know, yeah, yeah. I love it. And then... After the summer holidays, he's going to be going into year nine and doing GCSEs. How does that make you feel? Well, you know, I was saying, oh, I should have asked you that question at the last meeting. What happens to year eight? Are we covering, are we actually covering year eight curriculum now? We skip year eight and year nine um, national curriculum altogether. There are some topics that are included in year seven that are year eight. Because of the fact that we're doing single sciences, we can add a few extra bits on but we don't cover year eight and year nine because a lot of it is repetitive it'll come up again in GCSE I used to be a secondary school teacher and what I found was year seven they're all keen because it's all new and exciting and then year eight is when they start kind of playing up a bit because now it's routine it's getting familiar then when it comes to year nine they're like oh we've done all of this before then when it comes to year 10 and it's the year where they have to be focused they're like, oh, we've done this before. Like, because it's familiar that the same stuff comes up again. And so what we thought was, actually, if we get rid of year eight and year nine and we start the kids on a three-year GCSE course in year nine, it is fresh, new content. They feel a sense of responsibility because they're working towards an exam at a much younger age as well. They act more mature. And we've seen this in a lot of kids that have gone from year seven to year nine and the maturity level has just completely is is different. They're like a different child. Also, the fact is that anything that they would have covered in key stage three that we haven't yet covered, they have time to pace themselves through it because we're doing the GCSE over three years. So they're more focused. They're doing it the first time. It's nice and fresh. And they just have a better way of covering the content as well. And and then you can stagger. You don't have to start all the subjects in September with us. You might be like, he's not keen on biology. We'll leave that for a year. We'll do that the year after. And then your exams are also then over two years rather than one year. So you have all those options. But yeah, how does that make you feel? You're going to be starting GCSEs. You know, I ended up watching the podcast. You know, you, I would recommend that to parents as well, new parents, because it's important to know um, what the roots are with regards to children who want to take GCSEs and the fact that all the opportunities that are available, some of this information, I didn't even have them whilst my children were, you know, in school. Yeah. And so, you know, sometimes his older sisters he would usually come and say, Wow, so it feels good, you know what I mean, yeah, yeah, oh, so I can't even do that, you know, things like that, yeah. So I think, um, like you said, it's a good thing because it's going to help them, you know, focus, it's going to help them understand that they are now on 
a defined path. You know, yeah, you're preparing for something big. It's time to take it serious. You know, you have it more serious. I mean, if you, yeah. But like for me, I always support him. You know, yeah. Because I was with the girls, I didn't have to, because they are very academic, and so for them, the videos one way would have been okay. But for him, I know he's not going to focus as much. You know, but with support. He does well. And this is what home education is about. It's about providing an education that's tailored to that child. And this is why it's so important that parents are involved in that process. Like I talk about UK virtual school, if you read the expectations, it's a three-way relationship. It's parent, child, and then us. It's three ways. If one person from that triangle isn't part of that triangle, it just doesn't work. You need the parent involvement. And it might be that your child is pretty independent and it's just checking in and praising them every now and again. Or it might be a little bit more support like you're providing. But that's what it's about. It's about tailoring support for the child when you're home educating. You see the value and the progress because they're so much happier, they're progressing, they're doing well. But I'm so glad that you watched that podcast. So the podcast that Ebby's talking about is a GCS podcast from season one and I talk through the process that you need to be aware of for GCSEs as a home educator the number of subjects you need to take what you need to be aware of when you get to uni and how most unis will be very impressed that kids have been home educated because it shows a level of independence so listen to that podcast if you guys haven't so Ebby just to finish off if there's any new parents that are on the wall kind of deciding whether they should go for it or they shouldn't whether they should go with UK virtual school or they shouldn't what would be your recommendation what do you suggest to them that they should do i would suggest a hundred (laughs) percent and that is because yeah i mean for the fact that i'm a first time homeschooler obviously initially i was quite anxious but i found that i went from being anxious to very settled because ukvs already provides the structure you know the most challenging part of homeschooling is the structure building a structure but since UKVS has already provided the structure. You just step into it, you know, yeah. And then also the timetable is well spaced out. It's not choked. You know, it's light. I mean, my son is happy to learn because, I mean, it's not choked. I mean, it's easy to combine learning and then play, you know, and any other thing you want to do, yeah. So it's quite flexible. And then he loves the teachers. He keeps on saying to me, Mom, they're different. You know, they're different from real school teachers. You know what I mean? Yeah. They smile, yeah, I guess right? Also, yeah. <laughs> they have personalities. <laughs> they're, happy they're happy to be there. Everything is well explained. For example, Matt, you know, Mr. Jaron is always, you know, ready with, you know, his squared paper. I guess as a result of that, my son kept on asking me, Mom, I prefer squared paper. We need to buy squared paper. You know? So, you see, little things like that, you know, it's quite important, yeah. And so I got him squared paper and he's happy, you know. He said, it's neater, it's neater, so, you know, yeah. It's a place to be, the UKVS, yeah. You would appreciate it. Thank you so much, Ebby. And hopefully that will persuade a few parents to at least arrange a meeting with us and check our website out and reach out if they've got any questions. And we do take the approach that every child is different and this is why we have an initial meeting to kind of work out whether this is a good fit and if it's not I tell people like we had someone want to enroll their child to year 10 and when we looked at the topics that they'd done and the exam boards it didn't match 
And I, and I said, you could enroll, but I don't think it's going to work because your child's going to have way too much to catch up on. So it's better that you look elsewhere, find another school or you find a private tutor. And that's what it's about. Like, I won't enroll anyone that I don't think is going to be a good fit for us because the children are the important bit in the equation. And it's about getting the right structure. And like you've said, structure really helps. Kids love structure. So thank you so much for taking part. I hope you've enjoyed that. And we'll speak to you guys soon. Bye. Bye. Thank you for listening in to the UK Virtual School Podcast. We hope you took lots of value from this podcast. And if you did, please remember to like and subscribe and to share what you've learned with other families. Now, if you want to find out more about UK Virtual School, go to our website, ukvirtualschool.co.uk. Or you can join our page or Facebook group, UK Virtual School. We hope that your home education journey is an exciting one. And if you're right at the beginning of starting out, do reach out to us and ask us for support. If you're considering joining us, why not book a Zoom meeting with me so we can explore and discuss options for your family. I'm Sid, you've been listening into the UK Virtual School podcast and I'll see you next time.